episode of Down by Law with your host, Daryl A. Gray, of the fantastic, fabulous, the amazing, the one and only, can you hear me, Lee? My accolades, you know, I, I rattle them off, so this is how I wake up in the morning, I go into the mirror and I say to myself, you know what, you're loved, you're wonderful, you're great, you belong here, you mean something, you're special. Everybody should do that. Everybody should start their day with affirmations of positivity toward themselves first. Love you. Mary J. Blige says, how can I love somebody else if I can't love myself to know when it's time to let go? You have to love yourself first. That's your fundamental. Yeah, you know, like I got this thing. Keisha, I'm going to tell you, I am the biggest Mary J. Blige stand on the planet. I think she is the greatest thing to ever happen to America. Mary J. Blige. She has a new record out with DJ Khaled, and she's rapping. And she has been in the music industry for 30-plus years. I don't understand how people don't appreciate Mary J. Blige. She's iconic. Everybody thinks I'm crazy in my office when I say anybody versus Mary J. Blige. So they come in there, and they say, oh, Whitney Houston. What? Mary J. <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> Mary J. MJB. I'm sorry. I went on a rant. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> this is Down by Law. Daryl A. Gray. Listen, we have a very, very special, speaking of artists, iconic artists, New Orleans is a city that has produced some of the most profound artists in the history of mankind. It has created and spawned some of the most artistic forms of American expression with jazz and all of that good stuff that, you know, is quintessentially a New Orleans art form. And we have the folks here who are charged with stewarding the next generation. NOCA, the, the, the team from NOCA. And I'm going to let you all introduce your, yourselves. But we have the good folks from NOCA here to talk about NOCA. That's the New Orleans Center for Creative Arts. And if you don't know about NOCA, you are you are overlooking one of the most uh, important cultural gems that we have here in this city. And we're going to hear all about it. And they're going to tell you about what's going on over there. You know, they have a application process and uh, application, application deadline that's coming up very soon. So they're going to talk about that, how kids – you know, anybody that you know, who any child that you know that may be interested in arts can apply to NOCA and how us, you know, the good listeners of WBOK can support NOCA. How about that? Absolutely. How y'all feeling this morning? Feeling good. Feeling good. Let's do our introductions. Let's get the conversation started. Okay. okay. Good morning, y'all. This is Keisha McKee, born and raised in New Orleans. I'm a NOCA alum and from the dance department. Um, I'm currently the dance department chair as well as the director of the arts at NOCA. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're going to break that down. So what, wait, what is, let's break it down now. Because Blake can wait. Right. Blake's a patient. No, man. look, she's the, <laughs> we're all about Keisha right now. So let's, <laughs> let's sell her. Let the leaders lead. All right. All right. All Put right. yourself out there. Tell us that you said, I mean, you, we're going to, we're going to unpack everything, but your current position in NOCA is what exactly? Director of the arts, but I'm also dance department chair. I'm finishing up that particular role um, at the end of this year. Uh, but mid-year, this transition pretty much happened. So 
I'm, okay. I'm holding down both positions. I'm holding them down. And you, you're a native New Orleans. You're native natural New, New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. So that means you got footwork. I got footwork. Oh, I got footwork. <laughs> I got footwork. Bring that you, beat. You should see her footwork. Bring that beat, and I got that footwork. So, so you, so you, you have. What's your What's your formal dance training? So, okay. Well, let me give you the history because I start. I started at Crescent City Dance Troupe. Right, <laughs> Miss Rita Jackson and Miss Yvette LeBeau. Mm. <laughs> uh, marching in the parades, you know, marching in Zulu behind St. Aug. Wow. So I started there, and then I auditioned for NOCA um, in sixth grade. I, I went for seventh and eighth grade and then went into the high school program, um, and I graduated from NOCA. Um, and then I came on to Xavier University. Wow. Sure did. Studied biology pre-med. And and dance has taken you a lot of places. Oh, dance has taken me a lot of places. Yeah, I mean, I've toured with Urban Bushwomen. I danced with Junebug Productions. Uh, I've done work with Ashe Cultural Arts Center, Lula LZ Dance Ashe. Theater. Ashe, yes. <laughs> um, you know, I, I... Keisha actually has her own dance company. Absolutely. That is um, getting lots of recognition right yes. now. Yes. Right now. She's hot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We got, a, we got the... The, the, we were the first dance company in the state of Louisiana to receive a national grant called the Na- National Dance Project. Grant. Really? Yeah, so it's funding from um, New, New England Foundation for the Arts. Wow. So, you know, we're hoping, you know, of, co- of course, COVID kind of yeah, came yeah, in the middle of yeah. things, but we're still working and we're pushing it. So we're going to be premiering something at the Contemporary Arts Center in September. So look out for that. Wow. That's awesome. We, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about this conversation because it means so much, you know. Uh, Blake, yes, sir. Let's let's let tell them <laughs> like tell them who you are, because I want everybody to understand. Like, you know, Keisha just gave her rundown, which is huge. You know, having that not only being a native New Orleanian, but going through the process of of being a creative and building a life and a career behind it. That's you know, that's that's a wonderful thing. So you are the tell tell everybody who you are and tell everybody your background so they can know who's leading these kids at NOCA. This is sure, this sure. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Blake Kohili. I am currently the director of admissions and student services at NOCA right now. My journey to NOCA um, actually brought me through musical theater and dance. I was the chair of musical theater and dance at the same time for about nine years right after the hurricane. Um, moving forward. Didn't think I'd ever be sitting behind a desk doing admissions and student services kinds of things, but um, it's where we are right now. Um, I'm really excited about where the process is taking me, but also about the opportunities that are being presented for our young artists. Well, and, and that's that's what we're definitely going to talk about, um, and that's so important because you know we like we were talking earlier about before the show that you know arts have been kind of stripped back from what they once were because of, you know, most times I hear budget concerns and things of that nature. But but NOCA is a art-centric program that pulls from all over the city, right? Well, Blake, you know what you didn't do? What's you that? didn't tell everybody your background, your artistic background. Oh, okay. Well, I'm happy to talk about myself. You so have look, to. That's um, what we're here for. I'm here actually for. a song and dance man myself. I grew up in musical theater, singing and dancing. <laughs> I did, um, yeah, thank you. Uh, several Broadway tours, um, was excited about performing, giving back, um, and decided like just a few years ago, 22, that I wanted to, to, to leave the road 
and um, give back a little bit. And what better place to settle down, put my roots, buy a house, get the picket fence, get the dog, all that kind of stuff, but New Orleans. Oh, man, come on. So um, just as I moved here, the opportunity came about for me to um, apply to NOCA as an instructor, and they hired me as a, as a jazz and tap teacher in the dance department. Wow. And then within the first semester, the president and CEO said, what do you know about musical theater? I'm st- Interested in thinking about starting a musical theater program. And I said, I'm your man. I got this. How much time do you have? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now musical theater is part of the curriculum for um, about 75 kids there. Wow. How many kids do y'all have? So right now our population is about 550. And um, we actually service the entire state of Louisiana. Really? We're a state agency. Most of our students, I didn't know that. Most of our students come from the New Orleans area, of course. But we service 14 different parishes today, and that's 128 different sending schools. And that's something that I've got to make sure that we understand. Um, There's two options for NOCA. Mm -hmm. First um, and foremost is the most popular one where you can go to school anywhere in the state, private school, parochial school, homeschool, public school, and still come to us for your arts training. Um, But we've also, since um, the advent of the charter school system in New Orleans, um, added what we call the academic studio, mm-hmm. which is our version of a public high school. So our students that go to academic studio can get their tops eligible diploma along with their arts training. So it's just another option for students that um, might have some challenges moving forward in their education. Um, NOCA's academic studio is also available. It is a public school free of charge, just like any other public school in the city. Wow. And that's that's amazing. I, I you know I know people don't know all of this stuff. So let's do this, Keisha. I'm going to start with you. Okay. Tell us tell us some of the alumni of NOCA. Oh, ooh. So we got. Uh, I mean, y'all was just was just talking about trombone shorty. Shorty is a friend. Shorty is a friend. Great guy. All right, we got all the Marcellus family. All of them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we got amazing. Um, Oh yeah, we got uh, one we got of my Anthony favorites, Mackey. Anthony Mackey. I was gonna say one of my favorites is Wendell Pierce. Wendell who Pierce, is so right. near and dear so, to my heart. Wait, the new Captain America went to Noka. Oh yeah, yes, yes, for drama. Yep. See, that's what. Uh, continue. I <laughs> <laughs> should we stop right there? Like I don't know. No, you gotta you gotta honor everybody. <laughs> like who else? Who else? We said Shorty. We said Anthony Mackey, the Marcellus. Like, do we have anybody from NOCA that's, that's, that's doing big things in creative writing? We actually have several alumni from creative writing that are uh, published authors. They um, are world travelers. Um, we actually have a couple faculty members that are alum that are um, right now publishing books of poetry. So it's interesting, and Keisha can talk this a little bit. The arts faculty at NOCA have to be practicing artists. They don't have degrees in education. Really? I didn't know Yeah. That. Yeah, Absolutely. so they are all practicing <laughs> artists. Yes. And, and the philosophy is that simple, is that these people that are instructing are giving the next generation exactly what they need to be successful. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So we're staying out there. We're staying in the field. We're staying, you know, creative. We're in our practice. And we're everything that we're learning, everything that we're, you know, experiencing, we're giving that to the kids. You know, an artist, so in whatever the medium, it's so, such an organic thing to where – you know, it, it's, you're doing this and you're experiencing something and you give it to, you know, the kids as an instruction and they're going to take it in a completely different way because the interpretation may be different from them. Absolutely. You know, that's the that's the wonderful thing about art because it's, it's something different to everybody, whether it be the artist or the person who's consuming the art. So that's that's always 
an interesting thing. And I didn't know that you guys um, were, it was all, you know, practicing artists led. That's huge. It is huge. That's and huge. It's, it's an opportunity afforded to us by the great state of Louisiana. And we all know that sometimes in Louisiana, education is not the forefront or the forward thinking, but they did NOCA right when they created NOCA. That's amazing. And let's, I want to talk about that as well, but we do have one caller we're going to take. Um, Byron, how you doing this morning? Good morning. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. What's going on? Hey, so I wanted to usher in a difficult conversation, right? Mm -hmm. But but I want to make sure it stays civil because I would like it to really be addressed. Okay. First, I'd like to know the the young lady that spoke. Where is she from? Keisha, I'm from New Orleans. What part, if you don't mind? I grew up in New Orleans East. Okay, downtown. All right. And the gentleman that spoke, where is he from? I'm actually from Florida originally, but like I said, I've lived here for almost 30 years. Okay. So I want to make a clear point, and I don't want to get off. I want to give you time, you gen- you gentlemen and the lady time, to say whatever you have to say regarding the topic. So one day I was with my mother, Mama D, and I saw her attacking the NOCA system. And I said, Mama, trombone, shawty, you know, the Marcellus boys, and, you know, why, why would you attack that when <clears throat> it's been such a foundation in our community? And she said, well, Byron, there was a transition where they moved from the original mission statement, which was NOCA was created because we had abject poverty in our city and we were exposing kids who did not have exposure to instruments and things of that nature to create that programming as an alternative to the streets and, and to breed our best musicians out of the ones we saw picking up drums and trumpets. Okay. So let's fast forward now to about four years ago, I came to NOCA to address an issue about a kid having their things stolen there. And I realized in horror that buses were coming from the North shore and everything like you just said, is a statewide thing. And I was just wondering if you guys wouldn't care to comment on the, the, the crime issues we have with teens now, you know, based on what I just told you, the original, original mission statement was, and also I was wondering if you guys could comment on the fact of why would New Orleans need, why would New Orleans specifically need instructors from anywhere else? And no matter what genre of art we're talking about, why would we go elsewhere to find that? Can anybody want to address anything I just said? Thank you, Byron. We appreciate the call. Uh, What I mean, I was, let me just add what I'm going to add that y'all can speak to it because y'all are experts. But mm-hmm. I think um, I think from a cultural standpoint, the fact that we have a NOCA that's uh, completely uh, supported by the state of Louisiana and, and you know other entities speaks volumes about their investment in and what the uh, the importance of the culture of New Orleans. You know, it's centered here in New Orleans. It um, definitely has produced some of the greatest cultural icons that we have in this city. And, you know, every, when every, when you start to look at a system, a situation as a whole, 
there's always going to be bits and pieces that this person may not like and that person may not like it. But it's about the overall effectiveness of bringing forth the the arts in this instance. And I think that Noka is, is doing a great job of that. Um, also, I will say this much. When it comes to the culture of New Orleans and how our youth are getting into music and what's ha- what have been issues um, in terms of, you know, when you, when you juxtapose poverty and, and an art form like New Orleans jazz, that's, that rawness creates the beauty of the situation. And I think that, you know, one of my biggest things, and everybody who knows me knows this, that I am a huge supporter of the culture of New Orleans. And the culture of New Orleans is based upon how this city has developed um, the second line culture and the, you know, the music, the musicians and all of these different things. And the fact that NOCA has, has, has that as a foundation, foundational principle and, and consideration is huge. Now taking that to a broader, to the broader world, it requires to have a whole lot of structure. And that's what I think that's what NOCA has involved into. And I think that y'all still probably have that as one of the key tenets of what NOCA is. So that's just my opinion, but y'all can speak to what Mr. Byron was talking about. Oh, absolutely. I mean, let me just say this. Like, Oh, one more thing. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry to mm-hmm. interrupt you. In the terms of having people from other places working in NOCA, like you want the best. Oh, yeah. The, the mission is to take care of the kids, right? Right. And that doesn't mean that you have to be from New Orleans to do that. You know, as long as you share and appreciate the cultural aspect of what the city is and the care of these children who absolutely. are the future of the art forms, then that's all it, that's, that's all it really should matter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but let me just say this, you know, we have never turned our back on, you know, kids from the community. Um, I, we, we have uh, intro programs, prep programs. It is all about trying to reach those kids who have a desire and a passion to learn. And we've, Never turn these kids away. Like if they want to be here, if they want to learn more, then we have given them the opportunity to get a grounding so that then they can audition for the high school program. But granted, this high school program, it is a pre-professional training program. So it is for the student that is going to take their art discipline seriously. It's not about, you know, students who are going to, you know, who want a hobby or who want to just, it's you not know, do it for fun. It's not thing. extracurricular, right? This is a this is about pre-professional learning. So this is about students who want to move forward and have a career in the arts. And so if there are students that are, you know, exhibiting, you know, bits of talent here and there, you know, as as little young babies, little budding kids, right? We want them to come to our middle school programs so that they can get a taste of what's mm-hmm. happening, right? They can get an understanding of what it means to be disciplined in their art and to really strive for you know, that level of professionalism that's going to carry them through a career in the arts. Understood. Blake, you got anything you want to Yeah, um, I appreciate the call and I appreciate the opportunity to address it. Um, I'm going to piggyback a little bit off what Keisha said, is that um, even though NOCA was originally founded in New Orleans for New Orleans, the, the state, took us under its wing or NOCA would be closed. Mm-hmm. And that is just a historical fact. Absolutely. Um, and as I stated, we're state employees now. I'm very thankful for the state because they put time, energy, and money into the programs that support the young people of not just New Orleans, like I said, but to the state so that they can have their paths bent 
towards a direction that is for a clearer future for them so that they can come back and give back to the community that they come from. That's what uh, one of the, the pluses about NOCA is that we see these students, these alums that come back and give over and over Absolutely. and over. We actually have um, an alum sitting here right next to me who just walked Princey. in. Hello, hello. Is Prince Walker. Good morning. Who was one of my students yes. mm-hmm. when I was teaching. Miss Keisha was my working. How long have you been at NOCA? Don't ask. For 22 years. Wow. That's a lot of dedication. And you're not from here, so it definitely speaks to your passion for what you're doing and the kids and all of that. I believe in what it can do. I've Mm. seen it. I have seen it through my own eyes take a kid with just a little bit of potential and turn them around and make them this budding artist that contributes to the world. Wow. Wow. And I mean, I went to the old NOCA. (laughs) I went to the old NOCA, you know, and I I know what it's about. Like, I, I feel like NOCA. Partially raised me, you know. Yeah, what I, mean? I grew yeah. up in this particular. And, and having you as a steward, that's just a that's a you know that's a bridge a from the old to the new, and that's, that's what right. that's what the program should be about. Absolutely. And, and overall, the obviously the objective is to make sure that it's around, it survives, and you do that you know as best you can. And in this instance, you guys, the NOCA has been blessed with the state involvement, so you yeah, got yeah. funding. That's a huge situation yes. in terms of because we, just like we talked about earlier. They they are taking the arts out of schools. Yes, they are. Like it is not the same. Right. And so that opportunity is not there. Like you can't go. Like even you're talking about you know kids the like the 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 original situation with Noke. If you're talking about these kids who are you know in the streets just trying to figure out how to how to get into music, they have a passion for it. Well, it, you might have a band teacher that could have helped you and kind of steward you in that direction. But now you don't even really have that. Right. All of that stuff is going away. So. You know, you have to find you have to find some stability in a situation that's to me is so important because it's one of the things that humanity needs for us to to connect on a certain level, and that's arts like music, um, paintings. You know, especially like with technology now, everything is changing. So you now we have new mediums by which we can bring forth creativity, and that's huge. And like without that, we we become like what's the book? Nineteen eighty four. We don't want to do that. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I think you know. And I, 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 I can I definitely appreciate the concern for for from community mm-hmm. activists and community uh, stakeholders because somebody has to give a voice to the people who don't have voices. Absolutely, you know, right. and that's that's the that's the you know the people who tend to be you know, a little bit downtrodden or poor, so to speak. Uh, but at the same time, let's have a let's have a conversation about what are the best options considering all things across right. the board, right. Right? right? And the number one thing is how do you keep NOCA open? And that's where y'all are right now, right? right. That's right. I mean, right. that's just, uh, that's my two cents. I'm sorry. I tend to talk a little bit. That's the lawyer in me. <laughs> <laughs> Prince, we're glad. Yes. Prince, yes. We're glad yes, to yes. have you here. I'm so happy and honored to be here. When I was a freshman here at Xavier, I actually interned with WBOK. Yes. I interned. We are number. We are number. I interned with Dr. Andre Perry here at WBOK. Really? And now I actually am a professor in the mass comm department, but I'm also at NOCA. So it's it's great to be here. And also, shout out to Mr. Wendell Pierce. I love him so much. Yes. Yes. NOCA alum. You just mentioned him. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Wendell's huge, man. Like, that's, that's the thing about, so you talk about, you know, NOCA and his influence. And so it's, it's 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 rightfully so has gone past New Orleans. It's gone past the state yes, of Louisiana. Oh, yeah. uh, Captain America mm-hmm. is a NOCA <laughs> alum. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Think about think about. See, people don't people don't see. You just see one thing. Like, oh, it's a movie. That's that's the 
franchise leader for Marvel and whoever produces it, like from a studio standpoint, that is huge. You can't have a bigger calling card if you're Noka than Captain America. <laughs> it is true. But in, in, in that same vein, in our 11 disciplines that we're teaching right now, we have those kinds of leaders that are alumni. Yes. In all 11 disciplines. Yeah. Listen, and if that doesn't say that NOCA needs to not only stay open, it needs to be supplemented to a degree to where it can never close. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have, you need to have an endowment. The foundation needs to be endowed to the degree to where the, the, the existence of it is not in question. Right. And that's one of the things we need to make sure we talk about as well as we get Perfect. Re- really close to getting out of here because this show moves quickly. So let's move into some of the stuff that, that NOCA does. First of all, um, you know, we, we kind of talked about the history. It started all the way in 1973, I think. Is that yeah. right? Yes, that's correct. We're so, almost 50 years old. Wow. Yep. Wow. That's crazy, man. And, you know, we talked about some of the alum and the people that came through their programming. And um, now you guys have uh, – when did the track start where you, can have, where you can actually get a high school degree, a uh, diploma? from NOCA? Ten years ago. So that's been going 10 years. Frenzy is an alum of the academic were you, studio. Were you, the, were you a part, part of, of the first class. First, first class? first class, yes. Wow. First class. So, so tell us about tell us about that experience. That experience, I don't. I can't really compare it to any other experience other than I have a twin brother who went to St. Aug. Okay. So I understood that my high school experience was not very traditional. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it was right for me. One of the things that we always talk about for the students at NOCA is that we're all very different. We come from places where we were always different. You know, we didn't really fit in because we're artists. Um, We're the unicorn ranch at NOCA. We're for those (laughs) different people, right? So when you get all those different artists together in in a classroom, learning about science, math, English, all those regular, you know, subjects, it just fits. It hit different. It hits different. You're able to work together, collaborate, create interesting projects, while also learning in a, in a system that is not traditional at all, very independent. Um, I think that I was very well equipped to, of course, go come here to Xavier. I was a 4.0 student. I was a part. I was um, on the president's um, honor roll every single year. I've never smelt it. Really? I left NOCA with a full... Um, with a full scholarship to come here to Xavier. Wow. Yes. With That's my A C T score and my GPA at NOCA and everything I learned, I came here and I didn't pay a cent. I thank Xavier for it. And now I'm teaching here, which is <laughs> wonderful. You know, going back to what you said, Keisha, what you what you told us in terms of well both you and Blake, that the instructors at NOCA are required, is that safe to say, is, to be a, uh, to be active in there? Their disciplines. Absolutely. Man, that shows the dedication. Like, I'm going to not only continue to, it's like, you know, I always laugh about this. It's like when, when a, a rapper is still a rapper, but a label boss too. Mm-hmm. Like, you try to teach people how to get to where you are, but you're still doing what you do. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those situations where, look, I actually care about, in, in the right way, I care about the next generation while I'm still developing myself. You know, that's a, that's a passion. That's passion across the board. And you can't ask for anything more than that when you start talking about um, continuing to invest in the community and the kids that are coming along in, in, in those um, art mediums. And let's talk about this. Let's talk about what, you know, the arts that you guys um, support at NOCA. 
You know, I know it's you got dance. Mm-hmm. You had? Did you do dance too? No, I well, yes, in a little way. I was in musical theater. <laughs> okay, musical theater. I'm not a dancer, the dancer. Dance. Though, listen. Oh, but she was dancing. I was dancing. I was you got to dance in, in theater. You know, yes. You know, one of the one of the the, the the joys of my life is when I'm watching a movie and somebody sings. Yes. He was like, I just thought he was an actor, and they said his wonderful singing voice. She's like, man, that's that's musical theater, right? Yeah, like, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like how it used to be back in the day. Like you had to be a complete performer that's to right. to. Uh, catapult to the top right so a lot of times we don't see that as much you know had that, that multifaceted person who's a complete entertainer so it's always a joy to see that so you did you did musical, musical theater theater yeah they have uh the media arts which is can you Blake, sure can you give us so a definition? I, I wanna, director yeah i want to <laughs> i want to talk about um the difference between visual arts and media arts okay. because there's a lot of questions about that so visual arts is just like um the traditional classical drawing painting sculpture um, there's some ceramics, there's some 3D, 2D. They do photography. a little bit of computer graphics, um, and they do printmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, media arts is really different. It has evolved into a technology now that is emerging, up and coming. Um, it is everything that you can do. I'm going to use this term really loosely on the radio, on your phone. Mm. If you can do it on your phone digitally... Wow. That is media art. You can record a song. Mm-hmm. You can make music. You can make a right. video. You can make a movie. You can do sound. You can do beats. Um, we actually have a recording studio on campus that is a full recording studio that's had a couple Grammy Award-winning albums recorded there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because the philosophy of the facility as well as the faculty is to give the students what they need to be successful. Right. So media arts, it's, it's up and coming. That's crazy, man. Like, you, you know, you know, you don't think about how in 1973, when the, when NOCA was started, they didn't think about people having cell phones and, creating <laughs> oh, no, a new, and, and introducing a new medium, so to speak. And you know, the fun thing you said, ceramics, right? People think ceramics. I always tell people ceramics, you got to think about the scene from ghosts when they were doing the pot. <laughs> oh yeah. That's ceramics. Right. That's, <laughs> yeah. Right. That's ceramics, right? Yeah. That's art. I love that. Um, so, you know, you didn't talk about creative writing. That's no, so we're going down the list. So actually we have classical instrumental. We have classical vocal. We have creative writing, culinary arts. Really? Yeah. Co- yes. Yes. What's New Orleans without culinary that's arts? Right. That's, Absolutely. that's what they put in the, air- in the airport is art. Like it was the, the restaurants in New Orleans were deemed artistic in a certain aspects of the way. But yeah, so culinary arts. Our budget. Um, we have dance like we've talked about. We have mm-hmm. drama. Mm-hmm. We have jazz instrumental. Media arts, musical theater, Man, theater design, which is, i got to be honest, those students that graduate from the theater design program, they make a lot more money than the actors. Oh, they, yes, they <laughs> they're do. always they do. in demand. Yes. And then, of course, visual arts that like we talked about. Um, but one of the one things I will say about that's unique about the campus itself, um, the reputation that we've garnered is we have colleges and universities that actually come to our campus to look at our seniors. Yep. Really? Yes. So I don't y'all, know if y'all want to talk about that at all, yeah, but it, it's a big plus let, for our let, kids. Let Princey, let Princey roll it out. First, Honestly, for me and my senior experience, I actually took a step away from it. But the students are always equipped and ready to go when they're coming in in contact with these recruiters who are trying to get them to go to their schools. Um, they often come and they talk to the students. Then they'll get them together to have an audition for that school. Um, Right now, our students are getting ready for Unifieds, which is like a huge trip that they take to go to Chicago. Um, And they're going to basically audition for almost every art school there is in the country. So do y'all have any, (laughs) wait, do y'all have any graduates that went to 
Juilliard. Ju- Juilliard. Yes. Juilliard. Yeah. Yes. We actually had two last year. Yeah. That, last year? Yeah. Just last year. I, this is so crazy. if you can I'm, name, I'm, if you I'm can rarely name, speechless. if you can <laughs> name a college or university that is um, artistically inclined, we have sent kids there. Yes. Like, like, what are some of those schools? Well, let's colleges. Start, let's start with culinary arts. We have the Culinary Institute of, of America. America. We have um, in dance, Juilliard, SUNY Purchase. Yeah, the top yeah. schools yeah. in the nation. So, mm-hmm. so what's going on with with Noka is this, and y'all can correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong. So, you know. I, Emerson Emerson had had a quote that he said that um, every artist was first an amateur, right? It's so, so true. So you guys are cultivating the amateur artists, and then they're going on to universities in some instances where they are. Those universities are taking they're very selective, first and foremost. Yes. It's so difficult to get in some of these places, yes. okay. and you they go into these programs, and then they they graduate from those programs, and they become uh, iconic, uh, move into that kind of phase. It's because okay. that's that's kind of like that. That's the that's the those it's are the, the stepping, yeah, yeah, those are the right. stepping stones, right? Yeah. That's the process, and that's right here in New Orleans, Absolutely. right here, right, right here down, down the road. A classmate of mine, Karis Gulledge, she went to Loyola. <laughs> yep, she went to Loyola. Now she is touring across America on Broadway for what is the name of the show? Um, Donna. Donna, 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 Donna Summers. Summers. Yes. The Donna Summers. And she musical. is the lead and she in is that. Donna. Yes. yes. What? Yes. 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 <laughs> and her brother is now, also in the jazz world, but yep, like, there's exactly. just a very talented Their family. family very talented. But, yes, yes, yes. That's, but you know what? But again, that's, that's what Noka should do because the talent pool is here. And, I, and and how many like percentage wise? How many kids are from New Orleans that are in the NOCA program right now? So it's about fifty two percent of our overall population is from Orleans Parish. Orleans so you, Parish. Yeah. So if you count Metairie or Saint Bernard or like the little close areas, it's closer to sixty eight. I mean, you know, I don't know. You know, I, I, I count the West Bank Jefferson Parish. You know, like we got to count them. Yeah. They're yeah. part of us. They, yeah. They they want to be counted, so you guys. Yeah, sign. Just their yeah that's right. That's right. Don't no. say the West Bank, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't say what I'm Uh oh, I, I didn't say a word about the West Bank, that, but I will say that the traffic was heavy. That's why I was oh, somebody, yeah. was, somebody was running a little behind. But I, you know, it is what it is. You know, I don't I don't think I don't think the music stops when you get to the Crescent City Connection. So I'm gonna I'm gonna count the West Bank. One so, of the things I'd like to say though, um, interestingly enough, last year we had 138 seniors in our senior class. Now that's full day, half day. They garnered over thirty-five million dollars in scholarships amongst them. That's right. Wow, thirty-five million. Our budget is only a quarter of that. <laughs> that's crazy. That man. is a great is return a on investment for the state. It's, and not only that, it's just it's it's so it's so important to have to give people the opportunity to do something that they love yeah. and be able to educate themselves from it. Like to, you know, school is, I think, I think the thing about college and all of this stuff is about, you know, it's about helping you develop as a person because a continuous education and learning this in different disciplines is important for you to develop individually, but to be able to do that based upon your uh, mastery or your passion for something that you love is, is, you know, you can't ask me anything. That's that's a perfect situation scenario in my yeah. as close to perfect as you can get. So you know, let's let's talk about this. We've talked about the 
uh, results of what NOCA has become. Why is, why are, and, and you, this is just an opinion kind of thing, why are the arts important to you guys? Like, why is it important and for, from, a, from a cultural and human relationship kind of standpoint? What Keisha, would New Orleans? What, oh, 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 I'm so sorry. I'm just she, like, go she ahead, Miss so Keisha. She's been so quiet. <laughs> go ahead, Miss Keisha. You know, you know, for me, let me let me speak from the eye. Um, you know, art is literally life. Like, you know, thinking about you know how COVID has you know isolated people, and um, you know has just been a, it's been a really difficult past two years. I have been able to channel any kind of stress, anxiety, um, grief, sorrow, like whatever it is, I have been able to channel that through my art. So it literally keeps me sane. It keeps mm-hmm. me thriving. It keeps me growing. It keeps me alive. So, you know, art is, is, my, is, a, is a part of my life. It, it, is, it is who I am. Yes, <laughs> you know, I just showed Blake. I, you know, I take notes for every show. <laughs> I, I just showed Blake. I said one of the questions I was going to ask is: Is art simply life, or is life art? Oh, mm-hmm. they. I think it, they go hand in hand. You know, art is a reflection of life, and life is you know is it is a result of art. You know, everything we do, everything like the culture of New Orleans. It's all about art. Like it, it is the art. It is the right. entertainment, the right. food, the music, the movement, the the spirit, the architecture, the spirit. Yes. the spirit. Like it's all art. You know, it is one, who we are. One of the things, and I was going to say about New Orleans is, you know, in terms of an inspiration, it's so deeply inspirational. The city, like it's like an organic organism. Mm-hmm. It's always changing. I don't from from the religious religiosity or the you know the like you said the food the. It's all ingrained in the culture, and it's so inspirational. That's why you see so many famous people who sneak here and buy houses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because you walk out of your house, and the city engulfs you. Yeah. And it, it's so easy to lose yourself in New Orleans because, you know, you can go you can go have a, a coffee on Magazine Street, and then that leads you to looking at houses, art, architectural gems yes. in the yes. French Quarter, yes. yep. or, the, uh, or the Garden District, and then you might – you know, meander down St. Charles and see all of that stuff, still see the bees in the trees. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just all inspiration, you know, and, and that's why I think people who are who are in love, who, people who are artists or who are in love with art, they f- find it so easy to adapt to such a special place. Right. You know, that's, let me stop talking. Princess, no, I was just going to say, New Orleans, I can't imagine this city at all without art. Um, I think that, Art is what makes New Orleans New Orleans, and that's why it keeps us on the map. Um, nothing else really sustains other than the music, the food, um, what you see, the visual art, the videos that are created here, the films that are made here. Mm-hmm. The industry is cheesy huge. or not cheesy. Some of them right, cheesy. listen, <laughs> but still, right. the industry, it's still the industry, industry is right. huge down here. I mean, honestly, New Orleans pioneers in every field of every art you can imagine, and I just couldn't imagine. A city and without art and the students who we have here really, really, well, the students at NOCA, they really encapsulate that. And it's really cool to just see them be in the space, especially in the facilities. You know, sometimes when I see those eighth graders come in when they're ninth graders and they're accepted into the school or even for their audition when we would have them on campus, their eyes would just explode because this is just really a dream. When at least when I was in eighth grade, oh my goodness, when I walked into the dance room and I saw the mirrors and I saw the floor, 
That wasn't anything I had when I was in middle school. So it's just really amazing. Even when I went into the media arts studio to see the green screen, to see like a professional recording studio, it just really bogged my mind to know that these are resources that I could use and I still use them today. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So the only thing I want to add is that – I have been fortunate enough, blessed enough in my life to travel a lot. Yeah. Um, um, I told you I toured with several Broadway shows, so I've got to see the city. I toured with West Side Story overseas. Um, there is no place like New Orleans. Mm-hmm. There's no feeling like New Orleans. There is it – is, it's almost like it's homogenized everywhere else. They're mm-hmm. trying to be something that is unique, and it doesn't read. It doesn't come off that way at all. Um, New Orleans is real in itself, and it starts with the people. Right. Yeah. It right. starts with the people, and that's who we're trying to serve right yeah. here yeah. is the people of New Orleans. Yeah, it's, it's not – you can't replicate it. You know, I think and as you're traveling, which I know all of y'all have, um, you start to see glimmers of it. You know, cultural – culture is so important to, to, to people because it gives people um, meaning in life, I think. And the closest thing that I've ever seen to New Orleans is like being in the Caribbean or being in South America. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a it's a gumbo, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, of European mm-hmm. lifestyles like cafe lifestyle. You see all you get a feel of all in New Orleans. So it's like if you if you experience. And I tell my kids all the time because I'm not originally from here. I'm from Memphis, which is okay. Let me let me go on a, let me go on a record by saying this: Memphis is the city most mentioned in song in the history of. of of the world. Yeah. That's in the Guinness Book of World. We'll let you have it. But the, re- the, re- the reason being is because that's what, that's the culture there. Like it's, yeah. the music, music is the culture, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not, but it doesn't have the same. It has, it has, it's, it's, I think, well, I think, well, Memphis gave me the ability to appreciate New Orleans more than, than most people who don't, who are not from here other than artists like Blake. Right. Because I know that, when something is organic and is real, you see that yeah. you, and you appreciate it. And like I was saying, you know, when you start to go like New Orleans gives you the opportunity to, it's like training wheels to be a global traveler because you see a little bit of everywhere mm-hmm. yep. here in New Orleans. That's a really good way to put it. So mm-hmm. if you go, if you go to, you, you can get into the groove of carnival in Trinidad. You yeah. can go and enjoy the the cafe lifestyle in Paris or um, a Prague or somewhere like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can appreciate Asian culture even because oh, yeah. we have such a strong Vietnamese population here. There's so many different ways of being a global citizen that you learn right here in New Orleans. Yeah. Right. And NOCA is like the essence of that because it, it and like you said, encapsulates the culture of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, you know, my two cents. I want to know why, I want to know why teaching the arts is important for you guys. Like Blake, you've been doing it for 22 years. Both you guys are, are alums of the NOCA program. So obviously, you know, it, it has a special meaning and special place in y'all's heart. You know, why teach? Why not just be selfish and just focus on yourself and just continue to be artists, you know, which some people tend to do. Some artists are selfish, I think. I, I think that's um, prevalent in any career field. But I think the arts are really different. Um, I have to be honest, like I had some really amazing teachers growing up Mm -hmm. and it was a struggle. My mom was a single mom. I was like I said, I'm the oldest of five boys. Like it was hard to get me to class. It was hard to get me where I needed to go. It was hard to get me the tools that I needed to be successful. Um, 
So I knew at some point I was destined, if you will, to give back. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was going to be. Yeah. I had no idea what that that was going to look like. Um, but I knew that that's where I was. And I think that a, a lot of artists actually have that calling within them at some point yep. to figure out what else can I do? I'm successful in my own career. Right. What is? The, what else can I do? What's the next step? And it's, I think that that's where I was. It's fulfillment. You know, I always, I always tell, like I was saying earlier, you know, it's they, they're taking arts out of the schools. Mm-hmm. So a lot of kids of this generation don't get a chance to experience that little kooky art teacher that has the <laughs> eclectic collection of sweaters and just like, man, what? Wh- who are you? And then you get to you figure out that this person is such a such a a richly like embedded person and in, in knowing themselves and being comfortable and just, and then giving it back. Cause that's the completion, right? It's a certain, right. it's a circle of life. You gotta, you gotta love something, appreciate it, then be able to give it back to other people to pass it on. Yeah. yeah I mean, so, I'm gonna say, you know, as a, as a black woman, as you know, a dancer coming up, coming up in the world of dance, mm-hmm. you know, it, there are struggles there. That's a, you know, that's a reality. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, thinking about like, I know that I'm standing on the shoulders of, you know, people like Lula Elsie, people like Miss Carol B. Bell, people, you know, like Jawale Willa Josala, like Stephanie McKee. Like I'm I'm standing on the shoulders of people who have supported me in my career, who have mm-hmm. trained me. Um and and I it is so important for me to acknowledge that and to recognize that if those doors weren't open for me, then who knows, mm-hmm. you know, where I, I would have been yeah. able to go. Right. So it's important for me to be able to be that for young young dancers coming up. Young, you know, you see those little ones in the community yeah. at church. And yes. I'm like, babe, you know, what you doing? What, you, what do you want to do? You know, do you want to dance? Well, come, come, let, let me teach you. Right. Let wow. me, let me give you something. Let me guide you in this way because I know people did that for me. Right. Right. And so I'm paying it forward. I find that naturally as artists, we plant seeds regardless, even just through a performance. So I feel like, at least for me, when I see someone who has that spark, that thing, I want to give you what I had. And I'm going to give you as much as I can give you as far as I've been taken in my journey and my walk and my path. Which is, I just think that's what it is when it comes to being an artist teacher as as a um as someone told me once, to be an artist teacher is a really special thing because you're planting these seeds that were already put into you. And we have that responsibility because it can't stop with just us. The art cannot just stop once we're finished. Once we've hit our peak, we have to pass down these seeds, this right. knowledge, this skill, and this ability. And that's where a lot of kids are actually, like you said, art's getting taken out of school. We don't have, they don't have these resources to have these seeds, to have these sparks actually ever come up and pop up. So it's our responsibility. And it's really an honor. It is completely an honor. I was getting ready this morning. I was thinking of a student who used to just be so, so excited on campus. I used to tell him, please stop running, you know, calm down. (laughs) And now he's a junior. And I just thought about it. And I was just, he's so mature and he's so ready to go in and be an artist. And I see him doing artist things, being at concerts, saying that he's making music with rappers and producers. And it's amazing to me. And I'm so proud of him. I have to tell him that when I see him today. And that's fulfilling. It's yeah, very, you know, very we give just as much as we receive. Right. It's yes. And, you know, like I was saying to you guys earlier, and I, we we're talking about teaching, but again, in my in my opinion, it's more so it's more so about being a guide. You right. know what I mean? It's not just like the structural of you, you're teaching fundamentals and things of that nature, which is which is important. But those fundamentals, once they're instilled, then 
that individual students uh, personal inspiration interp- interpretation of, of whatever you know the art form is has to come from them right. you know mm-hmm. it, it has to be an organic thing so the being a guide is more more I think aligned of what y'all actually do which is a beautiful thing because you're sacrificing for that yeah so um, it's interesting that you use that word because in our um, vocabulary we use the word mentor Mm-hmm. And that's what we really do. And it's not just mentor the arts. It is difficult to do that. But we mentor through life. Right, yeah. right. And we have students, and I know you all can attest to this, that come back constantly and just they're gracious for what we gave. Yeah. And they're gracious about what they can do next to give back. Yeah. You're, you're so it pre- is full circle. Yeah, you're protecting them and you're creating a, a space and environment to where they can you know, they can become who they're going to be. Right. And it. Like I'm the same way with some of some of the the, the uh, teachers that I had as a youth. They allowed me to develop into the person that I am. Right. And once you once that hits you, because it, you may not appreciate it when you're a, a, a eighth grader or a junior running, you know, eighth grader running around the halls a junior. But when you're 26 years old, you're like, man, and you start to have those profound <laughs> exactly. thoughts. Like, who am I? <laughs> and then you go back and you start thinking like, oh, I know who I am. Right. Of, you know, exactly. so, so help me out. Right. You yes. know, and then as you start to really be like, oh, man, yeah. you know, you, you're appreciative of the opportunity to have people who care right. enough being in positions of mentorship. And can I just add something really quickly? I know we were talking about different colleges that people have gone to for the arts, but you don't have to be someone who says that they want to go into the arts after they graduate mm-hmm. from NOCA. And that, I was one of those people. Well, in so many words, I was one of those people because now I'm actually like in film. So it's awesome. it, I I, ta- I thought I was fin- I thought it was finished, but then I found another art form that I completely love. Um, but you don't have to be someone who says that they want to pursue a certain a specific career. I have a lot of friends who are now in medicine, who um, are psychologists, people who are actually someone is. Um, oh, my goodness. They work as a um, architect. So it's it's all these things as an artist will build you to even adventure into other career paths. But these skills are things that you'll take with you because he was in visual arts, but now he's an architect. Right. Right. So it's just kind of if you don't, you don't have to be someone who's just going to be a full fledged artist, you know, after you graduate, if you're just interested in learning about art, please audition, you know, fill out that application. It's live now and it's due. Uh, what is it? Friday, tomorrow, Friday. Friday. tomorrow, tomorrow. January 21st. Oh, my goodness. Yes. This week has flown by completely yes. uh, by 6 p.m. www.noca.com. Yeah. So let's do that. That's because we need to definitely talk about that. We have like a couple of minutes left. So let's make sure that we get that out to everybody. Um, if you are interested or you know somebody who are who would be interested in um, going through the NOCA program and participating or, you know, just how do we, the application process ends. Friday. Friday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. At 6 p.m. At 6 p.m. So there's a short window. We want to make sure you get that done. Yes. Um, so, How's that process work? What do they need to do? They need to go to www.noca.com. When you get on the website, you're going to see a pop-up that says start your application here. You're going to go to accepted. And then from there, you're going to follow the rules that are on the website. Choose your discipline. Choose if you're in middle school or going to high school. And then from there, you're going to upload a video, a two-minute video, about why you're interested in coming to NOCA. Then you're going to upload your report card. And then after that, you have to submit a recommender's email, someone who can recommend recommend you 
to audition for the school, someone who's like an arts teacher, someone who isn't related to you, any type of arts teacher, teacher, um, someone in the community who will be able to to say how you've grown as an artist or how they know you as an artist. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, you're going to basically have a couple guidelines for your audition process for NOCA, but there are specific audition dates that you will receive. Um, They're February 18th, February 19th, and then the second, the weekend after that. um, And you'll be assigned an audition date. Okay. Yes. And it is all on the internet. So So there are a few requirements for each discipline. What Prinzi listed were the requirements for everybody. Mm -hmm. The minimum 2.0, which you have to prove with your turning in your report card. A letter of recommendation from, like Prinzi said, anyone who knows you in your art. It could be your your um, choir director at your church, somebody who mm-hmm. knows you w- within your art. Um, and then that quick little video of why you want to train with us. That's just so we get to know you a little bit. Um, but then each arts discipline has uh, a little bit different requirements. You can imagine the culinary arts audition looks a little different than the dance audition. Yes. Right. right. So all of that is listed on the website. Yes. So it's just really easy to follow. We've made it very easy. I will say um, that all our auditions this year are virtual. So there's a platform set up. So it's just a virtual conversation, just like everyone's used to doing now with Zoom or Google yes. Meets and all of that kind of stuff. We set all that up for you. We send you everything, the links. Um, it's pretty, pretty easy, and it's um, pretty painless. How, how competitive is the application process? That's actually a great question, um, and I'm going to answer it with this, and then I'll let you guys speak. Um, because we have no quota system, each department sets a bar for their incoming class. So whatever that group of auditioners is, they look at that class and they kind of say, these students are going to work really well together. Let's mm-hmm. pick these students and form this next class of NOCA's hmm. training. But we don't have a minimum. So there's no, like, I've got to have 12 dancers in this class and 13 in jazz. And out of that 13, two have to be trombone. Like, we don't have that requirement. We okay. look at the pool of applicants that come in as a general pool. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, that, that pool of applicants, you know, they are definitely, we're looking at who can work together, who can, <laughs> who can grow together, who can exist together in a classroom and be able to be successful and push each other, right? We want you to bring in your love, your passion, yeah. your desire, right? We want people who are ready to work and are ready to, you know, take their art to the next level. Creativity and chemistry. I love oh, it. Oh, yes. yes. Guys, I told you it was going to go by fast. We're done. Wow. So quick. That's awesome. It was a wonderful, fast-moving conversation. Thank you for guiding us, Lee, and being so wonderful. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Down by Law. We'll see you next week. We appreciate everybody out there. Thank you. Goodbye. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.